Today's episode is brought to you by Zondervan. Zondervan is offering a Trace the Themes Bible study. This is a free Bible study put together by Pastor Spence Shelton, and it will help you trace the themes of Scripture as they unfold from Genesis to Revelation. You can get in on the six-part study. It's for small groups, uh, family devotions, individual use. You can get in on that by going to tracethethemes.com. Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast exploring Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. Happy Saturday. Woo! Well, it's Monday for the listeners, probably, if they're listening to it fresh. But yep. we're recording this on Saturday. We're, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're trying to get back up there. You have had no free time whatsoever. I hardly nope. ever see you. Nope. Because I, my I, wife abandoned us. To go to Germany, I know for she like left all of us. She and, left you. Uh, she yep. left me. She left the yep. kids. It's it's nuts. You know what? It's uh, it's okay. It's okay. It's good for her. It's good for her. And uh, you know, and the Bible says that whenever we suffer, God uses it for our sanctification. Mm. So thanks, so, Jen. Okay. So in what ways have you been growing? Well, I think you know the sanctification <laughs> is a process, and yeah, yeah. Uh, you know. So where are you at? Remain. I'm this in the process? suffering stage right oh, now. Okay, okay. The sanctification is going to happen. Mm, I think on the back end. Gotcha. Mm. On the back end of all of this stuff. So well, you know, I, it's been... I, I've been growing. I've been growing. How's that? Because uh, I deal with you. Oh yeah, I've, I've been, had to deal. I've been with a little you. difficult. Oh I've been a little, my goodness! But a little. Listen, uh, Joe and I have had in the past. We've had our disagreements. Yeah. We've had our occasional sporadic. Occasional sporadic. Yeah. This past week, though. Every time, every time we talk, it's been amped. Yeah, it's been amped. Yeah. And the main reason is because Jimmy, you could be a jerk face. Oh, is that yeah, what? Let, it me, is? Just, let me just tell it's you. It's not right because now. you're annoyed uh, at home, and you know, it, it, no, it's not because it, it, take it out on your fofo. I got a little. You want me to yell at my like my eight year old? Yeah, not or me. yell at you? No, you can handle it. You can no, take it. No, Bonger deserves it. No, he doesn't. That's the thing. You do. <laughs> oh, I so. don't deserve it. I don't deserve it. In what way? Think of all the bad things you've done in your life, uh-huh. and I'll think of the bad things that he's done in his life. You've got you've got some stuff coming. You've got some bad juju. Listen, coming that way. is your that's that's your spawn. Okay, he's yeah. already evil. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he's yeah. already. Yeah, I've been I've been I've been I've been, I've been uh, I haven't I have, listen. Here's the here's the truth. Mm, let's um, hear the truth. This first week that Jen was gone, mm-hmm. uh, it was not not the greatest on a personal level. No, struggle. I struggle as a unit. You didn't really come off strong, and as an individual, even worse. Continue. Yeah. Um, so, but this second week, I've been working on a lot of stuff, and and I've been, but before she left, I've been working on a lot of personal stuff and developing some mm. ideas and things. And actually, for our Thursday episode, we're going to talk about part of that. Some of the one of the things that I've been working through that's helping me, and I'm hoping that this week actually is a week of of real growth, uh, deep repentance, and and joy. Yeah, we're so, all hoping. Yeah, just yeah, not for me. You're hoping for yourself, so you don't have to deal with me. Oh, so, yeah, good, yeah. please. <laughs> your desire for my sanctification is your peace of mind. That's really what like, it is. Like Paul, I'm asking that you would please remove this thorn in my flesh. But God says no. So suck no, it up. no, suck but it up. He, he might give it. He no, might. No, he might no, say yes to me. No. He, no, he said, said no to Paul. Yeah. He might say yes to me. No, he said my his grace is sufficient. That's, that's the takeaway. <laughs> so. <laughs> We're, uh, we're, now listen, just a heads up for everybody. Mm. Oh, tomorrow. What's dropping tomorrow? Um, our interview with Joel McDermott um, and his uh, criticism of the statement on social justice and the gospel. So as many of you know, uh, we did an, uh, a podcast episode on the statement uh, talking about what we liked and what we didn't like and why we're not signing it. 
Then we interviewed Tom Askell, who is uh, one of the original, you could call it framers of the yeah, statement, I suppose, yeah. one of the original signatories, and why he likes it, what his motives were, and what they're combating. So we just kind of let him talk about it. And then now, Dropping Tomorrow is a bonus episode where we ask uh, uh, Dr. J, as we like to call him. Uh, DJ. DJ. <laughs> he didn't like Dr. J because it was taken already, mm-hmm. you know, historically, so DJ. Um, but then DJ was taken like uh, DJ Tanner, right? That wasn't that a thing? The Full House, is that a TV show? I think DJ Tanner was on that. I, I don't know. DJ's taken too. But anyways, we let him talk and we interviewed and asked him a lot of questions about why he was so critical, why he is so critical of this statement. It's going to be really helpful in terms of understanding where people are coming from on both sides of this. And we want to be people that are actually talking and having conversations and not just um, shooting at people who are That's on right. the other uh, quote-unquote side of the line. Yeah, social media sniping. We ain't doing that. Mm-mm. But today, we're getting back into 1689. Oh, finally. Yeah. Oh, it feels Happy like forever. Monday. Forever. Yeah, that, that's, like, I, we like going to the 1689 because we don't have to come up with stuff to say. It says it really well. Exactly. <laughs> we just get to go, hey, did you see that? Look what yeah. it says right there. Such a growing experience. Now, that's for my sanctification. Yeah, it's good, man. It's good. And, and today, we are in Chapter 6. We're kicking off Chapter 6 of the fall of man, mm. of sin, and the punishment thereof. Um, let me go ahead and, and read it, and then we'll just walk through it and just yeah. share some of our, our thinking about it. And Good again, idea. what we want to do is we want to have a growing uh, understanding and appreciation for this confession, and um, but we also want to make sure that we're constantly looking for how should it and could it be bearing fruit in our lives on an experiential level, right? Yeah, let's do it. Paragraph one. Although God created man upright and perfect and gave him a righteous law, which had been unto life had he kept it, and threatened death upon the breach thereof. Yet he did not long abide in this honor. Satan, using the subtlety of the serpent to subdue Eve, and then by her seducing Adam, who, without any compulsion, did willfully transgress the law of their creation and the commandment given to them in eating the forbidden fruit, Mm -hmm. which God was pleased, according to his wise and holy counsel, to permit, having purposed to order it to his own glory. Yeah. Good stuff. A lot, a lot there, going yeah, on there. That, that's a that's a packed paragraph. So we're getting back to creation, right? We talked about yep. creation, and now we're getting back to it. Um, but we're specifically focusing on sin. And before we get that, it says something about uh, mankind right away in that very first uh, phrase there. Although God yep. created man upright. upright and perfect. Yes. Not the. Uh, you mean you mean man's not neutral? Yeah, he wasn't created neutral. Mm. There's a he wasn't. Yeah, why don't you go ahead and expand on that? Because our listeners, uh... yeah, there are there are some theological traditions that talk about um, mm. the the creation of Adam and Eve as if they were merely innocent or neutral. Mm-hmm. Um, but just to be very clear here, when um, God creates, He creates things that are good. Yep. And when He created uh, Adam and Eve, they were upright. They were perfect. Now, perfect is a word that some people don't like yeah. because they think, well, perf- if they were perfect, they wouldn't have fallen, right? So exactly. It, perfect here clearly is not implying immutability. They were mutable. They were they were capable of changing. Yeah. So it, it you have to let the the document define its terms and then it, as as scripture is informing it. So by perfect we don't mean unable uh of changing, we just mean that they were righteous, that they were obedient at least for a period of time, 
that they loved God, they glorified God, yeah. they loved each other. Exactly. They didn't fight. No. You know? Well, you, well, yeah, at that point. They, they didn't, didn't fight. Yeah, not yeah. then. Yeah, not then. Yeah. Like if, if, if she was making meals for Adam oh, and if she it. was preparing <laughs> meals for Adam while she was going to be on the other side of the garden so he had to take care of himself, <laughs> uh, she would do it in a way that he would know how to handle it and she wouldn't leave him high and dry trying to figure out some crazy cooking math uh, in order to make dinner and it all love. fall apart and make him feel stressed out and then yell at his best friend Jimmy. <laughs> I love, I love that you're subtweeting your wife. Living me culinary math, trying to do, trying to make, I just, all I wanted, all I wanted is a tombstone pizza. Just leave me tombstone pizzas and I can make dinner for everybody. Oh my gosh. Boil and chop in the slow cooker. I can't do that. Yeah. I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm so sorry. Your wife loved you. And cared for you enough to prepare meals. Love me the way I do, want to be loved. Love me the way I want to be loved. Was throw it in the oven or throw it on the stove, and you can't even handle that. No, because it was it was it was it was it was, impo- it was like Ninja Warrior uh-huh. style like see, challenges. But here, okay, but see here here's what it is about you. You should have prepared ahead of time. You should have known no. in the morning. Hey, no. oh, I should defrost this. I'm gonna put. It I on got the time counter. to do that. I gotta get. Listen, here's a, here's the thing. It's not that hard. You grab it out and you put it on the counter. Well, first of all, I'm busy grabbing stuff for my kid. See, here's the thing. So when you're right there, when Jen. Jen goes away when Jen goes away. Mm-hmm. I gotta do a bunch of her stuff uh-huh. and all my stuff. When I go away, oh. she just gotta do her stuff. Stuff. No, you see, you see. Don't. I don't say stop. prepare my sermons, counsel these people. I gotta. So I'm taking no. on extra stuff. I'm taking on extra stuff. Stop. Am I not taking on extra stuff? Stop, Joe. I'm taking on extra stuff, Joe. I don't know how to. Joe. I don't know how to do that stuff. No, I don't. Okay, for shame. Do I know how to do that stuff? Uh, you don't, I don't want to. I, but I don't know. <laughs> Who cares about want for to? For shame. Yeah, for shame for leaving me in this nope. situation. Don't nope. know what to do. Nope. Jen, Hope I you're got your a good back. Time, Jen. I got your, hey, Jen. I got your back, Jen. Jen He's wrong. Jen's nope. eating out all the time in Germany, like traveling around, Has, speaking. Hashtag Joe No. <laughs> Joe G- No. J-O. Yeah, J-O-N-O. <laughs> Joe Knows. N-O-S. <laughs> There's a bunch of them. <laughs> Jimmy Joe knows me all the time. <laughs> Okay, so they were perfect and they were upright. Perfect, Not upright, like yep. you and me right now. Not like Joe now. Especially me, no yep. Joe. Um, so when God <laughs> created Adam and Eve, it says that he gave them a righteous law. What are we talking about there, Jimmy? Yeah, I mean, he put it upon their, their, uh, their heart, but specifically we're talking about the righteous law of you could eat from anywhere, you know, but you cannot eat from the garden or from the tree of knowledge. Of good and evil. That's very good. That's yeah. very good. The tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Um, so we've got... Oh, by the way, man, did you see uh, Summer put up, um, is it Jaeger? Is her, is her married name? I'm so sorry. I don't know. Okay, so Summer. I, I, that sounds, you guys I don't know, know how James to pronounce Light's it. James White's daughter, Sheologist. Yeah, I, okay, I, I, I know. I don't We're know terrible people. It. We like Summer. We, yeah. we, so um, she, was, she would put up this thing on social media where one of her kids said, how did Adam and Eve know which tree they shouldn't eat of since they were blind? Did you see this? No. And she's like, what are you talking about? And the kid was like, yeah, they were blind. Let, they, it says that when they ate, their eyes were opened. <laughs> that's pretty good. I'm like, oh, look at they're trying to do the math on their own, and that's like that's not a that's not a dumb thing. Like that's pretty crazy. She's like, he's like, obviously they're blind because their eyes were weren't open until they ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. <laughs> I thought that was so great. <laughs> Mommy, when did they get lens crafter? Yeah, I don't understand. Like they just. So, okay, so yeah, you're right, right? The righteous law mm-hmm. that is primarily in view here, I believe, um, is uh, the, the prohibition against eating of the tree of the knowledge Correct. of the evil. Now, there were other laws, though, that were given, right? 
Say it again? There were other laws that were in place at this time. Yeah, uh, be fruitful, multiply, tend to uh, to creation. Right. So we've got this uh, cultural mandate. Some people yep. call it like be fruitful, multiply, uh, exercise dominion over there, yep. cultivate the garden. Um, but, uh, but then with that, it's, I think it's a fair implication to say that even though we don't have Ten Commandments carved in stone by the finger of God under Correct. the Mosaic economy, uh, we still have those laws in place. It would st- still have been wrong for Adam to murder his wife, mm-hmm. um, even if she left him high and dry with Stop. the dinner situation. <laughs> Hashtag no Joe. And, um, and, it, and it was good for him to love her and serve her Correct. because these things are eternally true because they stem from the very character of God. Mm-hmm. So there was law... Right there was law in the garden when there was um, no sin, yes. And, but it says that uh, God had given this righteous law uh, to them, which had been unto life had He kept it. Oh, see, like the people, are, some people aren't going to like that. No, because so because what it's saying is, is if He would have been obedient, things would have been different. Mm-hmm. Unto life, what's He talking about? Like what's in, in, so in other, in other words, there's a covenantal framework here. There's, yeah. there's covenant theology, a yeah. covenant If of this, then that. If right. you do, if you obey my, my law, then you will have everlasting, you will, then you will not taste death. Right. So there is an implied positive truth here yes. in the midst of an explicitly given negative consequence. Correct. Right? And so what, what theologians believe here, as, as you're looking at this, covenant theologians, Uh, And it's derived from the text in Genesis as well as elsewhere in Scripture. And we'll get into this more as we go throughout the confession, but for now we can say this. Um, They were under this, what theologians call a probationary period. Yeah, 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 go ahead. So they're supposed to not eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and obey the Lord in Mm -hmm. in all things. Uh, And when they transgress, they're kicked out of the garden. Yeah. Right, they're kicked out of the garden. And the reason that is given that they're kicked out of the garden is lest they eat of the tree of life mm-hmm. and live forever. So it looks like that God had given them a, a, a put them in a covenantal relationship. Do these things yep. and don't do this. Yep. And it, here's the reward. Right. And so if you if you if you do the thing I'm telling you not to do, there's gonna be consequences. Yeah. Implied is is if you do the things I'm telling you to do, there is going to be a reward of sorts. Correct. You will be able to eat of the tree of the uh, of life and live forever. And so they they broke this law. They don't get to eat of that tree. They're uh, expelled. And when they do this, they brought destruction mm-hmm. uh, onto the planet and onto oh, all yeah. creation. Now, it, Adam. Um, well, let's talk about this. Uh, threatening death upon the breach thereof. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they ate the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, but they didn't die. It, said, it says the day that you eat it, you're going to die. Well, well, yeah, because you will start to die. You will start to die. doesn't decay. say you're going to start to die. Well, it says you're going you're gonna to die. You're going to die. And I think part of it is uh, there's a severing of relationship, right? There's a severing of communion right. uh, between uh, man and and. God, right? Like mm-hmm. they have transgressed. There's a spiritual death. There's a spiritual death there, right? I think that's true. And I think that's definitely a part of what they're talking about. And I think you're also right. Like, yeah, death has now begun. It's come into the created mm-hmm. order and it's wreaking havoc. And there it's are physical some, and spiritual. Right, physical and spiritual. And and some theologians, some reformed theologians would say, well, the fact that they don't taste physical death immediately in full is actually God's patience and grace. Yeah. Like he threatened them with death, and but he's only going to let them taste it in part. 
He's not going to just like let it all drop on them at once. Okay, so now you're, you're gonna, you've experienced spiritual death. You see the effects of death, and you will one day die, but I am going to preserve you from this point on mm. uh, so that you can um, well, uh, accomplish the, the purposes and the goals that I've given for you, mm-hmm. but also as a demonstration of his patience. I think that that's, uh, that's a good word. I haven't thought enough about it yeah. to say whether or not um, you know, the threatening was physical immediate death, but then God says, I'm not going to do that. Instead, I'm going to uh, be patient with you and give you grace. Maybe that's the case or not. I haven't done enough thinking on it. I wonder what that probationary period was. And if when, let's just say Adam. How long? Yeah, how long? And let's just say, you know, by God's grace, you know, Adam and Eve, they're with the Lord, right? Yeah. And the Lord's like, man, 30 seconds left. You Oh, you were so close, dude. Missed it by that much. <laughs> so like, because yeah, it says, right? It says, um, yet he did not long abide in this honor. So Adam and Eve were good. Mm-hmm. Adam, our, our representative, things were great, but he didn't abide long. So we know it wasn't a long time. No, no, no. We no. don't know. We don't know how short it was. Exactly. And uh, we don't know how long that probationary period would have been. been. Yeah. Correct. But I, I do like the idea that, like, yeah, dude, you were so close. So close. <laughs> Just couldn't. You, you just you just couldn't, just couldn't hold on. off, man, for real. <laughs> but why why did it all happen? Like, what actually went wrong? You know, uh, for this sin to come about. Well, I mean, the uh, uh, sixty nine says Satan using the subtlety of the serpent to subdue Eve, then by her seducing Adam. Yeah. Who, without any compulsion, did willfully transgress the law of their creation and the command given to them. In eating the forbidden fruit. Right. So first we've got Satan. Um, yeah. So before before sin was impacting Adam and Eve's uh, relationship, mm-hmm. uh, there was sin. Like there was there was wickedness because yeah. Satan had at had some, rebelled had rebelled sometime yep. before this. Correct. And we don't we don't listen. We don't know a ton about Satan. Anybody who pretends to like we know all the stuff, but we don't know a ton about yeah. Satan. But we might know the mind, according to uh, <laughs> Phil Johnson. <laughs> you like that one? That's a good I callback. Do. I do. I'm, I'm, I feel, I'm proud of that. Um, actually, I do know some of the mind of Satan <laughs> for a lot of bad reasons. But um, so Satan had fallen sometime prior, right? And yeah. so depending on how you read Isaiah and Ezekiel. Um, a, a lot of a lot of us would say that we have this this depiction of uh, an angel of the Lord, Lucifer, uh, who rebelled against yeah. God with uh, a, a large number of other angels, and uh, that was really the beginning of sin in the cosmos. Correct. And Satan then bringing that into the the realm of you know the world uh, into the garden to tempt. Eve to seduce her hmm. and that you know that um, you know, we could bring up the, the, the passage here yeah, go ahead. I, might actually be a good idea um, when the devil uh, tempts Eve how does he do, do you remember are you open to the scripture no 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 I'm All not right. sorry so it's interesting uh, the way that the devil tempts Eve because it's not like um, well just listen just listen to how he, how he does it it's he says to Eve did God actually say you shall not eat of any tree in the garden. And that's, that isn't what God said. God, God didn't say you shall not eat of any tree in the garden. Mm-hmm. And so the, the woman's response, she, she sort of clarifies it. She says, well, we, we may eat of the fruit of the trees in the garden, but God said you shall not eat of the fruit of the tree that is in the midst of the garden, uh, neither touch it lest you die. So the, the devil is immediately misrepresenting God, isn't he, in this mm-hmm. temptation? Did God really say that? 
Like, yeah, like, he's trying to cast that doubt, right? Mm-hmm. He's, he's taking the the word of God and yep. trying to uh, twist it or misconstrue it. The, the, the best false teachers, the, mm-hmm. the, the best of, of, of the wicked, uh, they don't uh, ignore God's word. Uh, they handle it. They manipulate it. Yeah. And they want to use it to tie people up. So first, he misrepresents the word. And she's like, no, she corrects him. She's like, no, you, you, you don't understand, mm-hmm. you know. And, um, but then in verse four, the serpent says, you will not die. Yeah, you will not surely die. You, so first he misrepresents the word. Now he's simply saying the word is a lie. Not only is the word the lie, but that God is a liar. Yes. And, and a deceiver himself because he says, you will, uh, you will not surely die for God knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be open and you will be like God. This is what's interesting about uh, the, the satanic religion, um, because whether it's the atheistic or the theistic version, they all look at this account and they say, you see, like this is all propaganda. Um, because what's really happening here is, is God put unnecessary restrictions on people that he created. Mm-hmm. He's restricting their freedom. He doesn't want them to have freedom. And the devil is here trying to help. And so the devil is trying to liberate these people from the false bondage of what we're going to call the Christian religion. Mm-hmm. And so he's like saying, look at, uh, you don't stop trusting him. He's a bad God. Yeah. Instead. Yeah. God is not good. No, you got to follow your own heart. You got to mm-hmm. follow your own desires. You got to follow my example. It's a really, it's a really, uh, interesting and, and compelling, um, depiction that we have here because it shows us that that the spiritual warfare that we go through in our personal lives really is about faith and unbelief. It really is about, um, you know, who am I going to trust and mm-hmm. what am I going to reject? So, you know, the temptation that Eve was facing here was not just, like, I think we kind of look at it like, eh, Adam wasn't supposed to eat that apple. And then she did. And then she gave some to her husband. He ate it. And it doesn't seem like the stakes are that high. Mm-hmm. Or it feels like, uh, Eve, come on now. If you were hungry, go one tree over. Yeah, like how far? Like you know, like what? What's what's the problem? And it just—I don't know. Like I, 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 when I, I think when a lot of us read the account of Genesis one, two, and three, most of us are not moved to tears or frustration. Mm. Now, there's a movie that came out called Mother, directed by Aronofsky. Now. I don't want to say too much about it because those of you who are into movies who may choose to watch this movie, and I am not recommending this movie, um, but if you choose to watch it, I don't want to spoil it for you. But I will tell you this. The movie Mother um, made me want to weep and rage in a way that I haven't felt when I read Genesis 1, 2, and 3. Mm. And what's interesting is that the movie Mother is essentially telling the story of Genesis 1, 2, and 3. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm, I'm Googling it now. So this is... Um, Jimmy, you cannot watch that movie. No, you probably literally, not. You genuinely cannot handle that movie because I know you and your temperament and yep, yep. art. Um, Jimmy would... You know, I think it, yeah, so I will just leave it at that. So this should move us. If you understand who God is and what he has created in this gift and what's happening, then yes, you definitely... Uh, we, we should be... Uh, weeping, and and we should be frustrated, all because of of what's happening here. Now we're going to get into you know how Adam is our representative and all of that uh, mm-hmm. in subsequent episodes. But it was Satan using this to so to um, subdue subdue Eve. Yep, and he does. He's successful. Yep. She she looks at it. She goes, Yeah, 
I'm, I'm, I'm going to do it. Yeah. So even before she took a bite of the apple, the sin was already coursing through her. Correct. Correct. Yeah, she had rejected God in that moment, embraced... Rejected the, his command, yep. rejected the notion of his goodness, that he actually cared for her flourishing, or mm-hmm. was giving her that which was best. Right, exactly. And she's exalting herself above yep. God. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is pride. This is idolatry. Yep. This is selfism. So so she does this, and then she seduces Adam. Mm. So, you know, when you're, um, when, you're, when you're reading Genesis 3, you know, it says that, you know, she saw that the tree was good for food and that it was a delight to the eyes and that the tree was to be desired to make one wise. So she took the fruit, she ate it. All it says, though, is yeah. she also gave some to her husband who was with her. He was there the whole time. And he ate. Exactly. So I know, like, listen, there's sometimes people tell jokes about Eve and like, oh, Eve, thanks a lot. You know, you, you know, we wouldn't be in this trouble if we mm-hmm. didn't have you. Um, but it's Adam is our representative head. Mm-hmm. Um, he's watching this whole he's thing. He's there. He's watching it go down. He's failing. Yep. He is failing. He mm-hmm. is. Sin is already coursing through creation before the bite of the fruit. And it wasn't an apple. Apples are like the worst. It couldn't have been an apple. It had to be something. A blackberry. Something like that. Fruit. All I know is this text proves John Piper's right that we need more complementarianism in the world today. That it, man was too silent. He, was, <laughs> he, he may, maybe uh, you know you could you could make that argument. Well, some might. Uh, I won't. <laughs> so I, you know, he was there. He was with her. And he didn't protect her. No, he did he not. He didn't serve her. He didn't nope. love her. He didn't guide her. Mm-mm. So she ate it, and, and then, then he, he ate it. it. Yep. And so we, you know, again, like so, the she gave it to him. So there's the idea of seduction, right? So she had it. Yeah. She yeah I'm ate not sure it. I like that word seduction because it, it sounds like she deceived him herself. She's like, know? so she undid the top button. Was like, hey, Adam. Well, there, there was like, no buttons. Uh, oh, dang it! That's right. Yeah. So, yeah. but you, but you see what I'm saying? Like it, it, it like it, that word seduced kind of gives the sense like like she manipulated him which i don't read that in the text right like but either maybe i'm just reading into it wrong but nonetheless it still clarifies uh that adam who right. without any compulsion did willfully transgress the law of their creation so yeah. he wasn't tricked exactly regardless of that word and whether or not i like the word or not um the fact is he willfully and without and not being under compulsion yep he he's still responsible yep. for this. He didn't. He, his arm wasn't twisted by no. his wife or by God. No, or no, by Satan. Yeah. No, by God or Satan. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I mean God. Okay, because of what's going to be happening at the end. Ah, uh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I, I, he's a free agent. Yep, doing what he wants. <laughs> All right. So uh, it didn't last long because uh, Adam did willfully transgress the law of their creation. Thanks, Adam. And eating the forbidden fruit. <laughs> Now, that much. Just missed it by uh, that oh, much. Oh, so close, dude. That's why I would be like, that would be, you know, hell. If I, You know, let's just say, just to sit there and hear over and over it again. It would be. That much. It would be. I think, you're all, I think we always regret what we've done in the past. Like, I look back at what I've done and I regret them. Um, but there is, there is some relief that comes with seeing how God works in and through it to accomplish greater things beyond the act. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it still doesn't take away... Like you, I, you listen. You could say like, "Oh, so um, this uh, this kid that uh, you know you were really mean to, who was a Christian, and you beat him up one day. Um, you know, he stood up and he forgave you, um, and now that you, your sin hurt him, 
Um, and yet God used that sin to accomplish something down the road. Yeah. It's fine. But you still regret what you did. Exactly. So yeah, you're, yeah, still yeah. Gonna, you're still going to feel that. Now, it says that um, this transgression mm-hmm. of the law, yep. that this was something which Ooh. God was pleased, according to his wise and holy counsel, to permit. What? This is like Job 1. This is, yeah. I mean, look... You, <laughs> You people can people can debate and they do like well how sovereign is God does he decree all things and you know where we stand we mm-hmm. stand with the sixteen eighty nine uh, that God has decreed all things but even if God is just omniscient right now I think if you take omniscience to its logical yeah. and biblical end it you know he's omniscient of all things in how he decrees all things but he knows what's going to happen he's going to allow this to happen yeah. even if you're not a Calvinist. God knows this is going to happen, and he lets it happen. That's right. He could have stopped it. Oh, yeah. But he didn't. Why? Well, because he, um, he allowed it, he permitted it uh, for his own glory. That's right. Uh, maybe we can talk about how does this, how is this going to work out for his glory? I mean, God could have been glorified with Adam and Eve mm-hmm. having kids and having kids and, 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 all, and everything go rocking and rolling and great, no sin. God would have been glorified. Righteousness, uh, love, peace, prosperity, his his goodness. How, how is this going to result in his glory? Yeah, I mean, I think of uh, second, like Second Corinthians four six, right? Okay, I think about uh, the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ, right? Like shining out in the face of Jesus Christ. So I think God is glorified in in the person and work of Jesus. Okay, so but why do we need this for Jesus? Why do we need this for you Jesus? Know, why, why God allowed this? He permitted this to, action to be done, mm-hmm. having purposed to order it to His own glory. So, why do we need this for Jesus to be? Uh, well, because we see we see forgiveness, redemption. Uh, we see patience mm-hmm. and grace and mercy, and yeah. uh, we see a loving, loving God uh, who Himself uh, took took. The punishment for mm-hmm. our transgressions right. and forgave us for it. Yeah, man. I, I, and that's, I mean, you see this in, in, in Romans 9 mm-hmm. as well, that God is glorified in manifesting his greatness, yeah. his beauty to all. And with the fall, now comes the opportunity for God to manifest his patience. Yeah. Wow. Uh, his, his forgiveness. Um, so, yeah, if we don't have this, then we don't get to see the full display of God's greatness. We only see That's part right. of it. So even with people you know, who suffer the consequences of their sins, God's justice is on display. People that are saved, uh, God's mercy is on display. So, yeah, the, Jesus, right, is, is this bright manifestation of God, right? Mm-hmm. He is, it, it is the divine nature on display in its fullest form possible. Yeah. So God allows this. He permitted it to happen and purposed it to order for his own glory. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a, it's, it's a good place to start as we're looking at this, at this issue, um, you know, of the fall of, of sin and punishment. But what are we supposed to be taking away from this? What are some things that, um, that we should be able to, to apply Mm. uh, to our lives in an experiential way? In experiential way, I mean, I think there should be um, <clears throat> deep humility, right? And I think um, because even though you know people, I, 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 we hear the argument about um, 
Well, how how unfair is this? It wasn't me. Well, hold on. Adam represented you. Oh, why am I why am I suffering for why Adam? Why am I did? suffering right. for Adam, right? Uh but no, Adam represented you and if you were there, you would have done the same thing. Right. In Romans 5. It also goes beyond that though, right? Yeah. Not only was Adam your representative, and not only would you have done the same thing, but Romans says that somehow in Adam we sinned. That's right. Like we actually somehow participating. Mm-hmm. Now, there's different ways in which theologians debate that, but either way, we're guilty. We're still guilty. Whoa. And so I think there's there's a humility there, mm. right? Of, of um, I, There's a humility that even if we were standing in the midst of God and experiencing this, this fantastic communion with God, mm-hmm. we would still rebel. This, this yeah. heart, this... this uh, uh, like we're prone to sin, right? Mm-hmm. That we wander. Um, and we should be deeply humbled that our God, even though we flee from him, or, you know, later on in, in this passage, uh, in Genesis 3, even though we flee and hide, he still seeks and calls. Right. One of the, one of the things that, that, um, that I think about when I, think, when I look at this passage and I'm trying to... Um, you know, make sure that I, I'm, I'm drawing out the implications from it in a way that, that impacts me is I, I, I consider the work of the devil mm. and the nature of spiritual warfare, right? Um, that, you know, the devil disguises himself as an angel of light. It says that in Second Corinthians 11, I think. Um, that we're supposed to be sober and watchful yeah. because the devil prowls around like a roaring lion, roaring lion seeking someone to devour from 1 Peter 5.8. Like, like, this was in a perfect world that the devil was there throwing throwing all of this stuff at at Eve. Well, we are in a broken world, and the devil is called the god of this mm-hmm. age, right? Um, the god of this world. He is actively seeking to ruin us, and we don't have the benefit of active, like, ongoing righteousness yeah. in us. We are already prone uh, to to temptation. So, you know, the, the idea of, of resisting this devil, uh, like we're told in James 4, Resist the devil, and, and he will flee from you. Um, and then we see how Jesus interacted with the temptations that come from the devil, right? The yeah. main thing that he does is, as he's entrusting himself to the Father, is he grabs Scripture. That's right. He says, you're going you gonna to play around, fool? You're going to play around and, and try and quote, quote the Bible at me? <laughs> and uh, even then, twisting Scripture That's what he itself, does. Yeah. The devil twists it all around, and so Jesus keeps going back, goes back to that Old Testament, starts throwing it back at the devil. So uh, I'm, in, I'm encouraged uh, as, I, as I look at this. Right. Um, to, on the one hand, be watchful and vigilant mm-hmm. against the temptations of the devil, because I know that they're real. Yeah. Right. They, they actually they they are coming our way. And I am um, encouraged that God does tell us that we can withstand the devil's assaults. It is possible to resist the devil and have him flee. doesn't mean that it's going to happen. I, no. I, I have to exercise faith, but it certainly could. It, mm. cer- it certainly could happen. So that's one of the things that I take away from it. What about you, Jimmy? Is there is there anything else when you're looking at this that that stands out? I know one of the things that um, that that you had talked about earlier is you know how um, that we talked about earlier is how God purposed this sinful event mm-hmm. for His own glory. Yeah. So is that something when you're looking at your life, even when you see like difficulty, affliction, even if it's at your own hand? I mean, there's comfort. That, there's comfort in purpose, right? Like there's comfort in and. Uh, that this is that the God is that God is sovereign. It's part of the the plan and will of God, uh, and that there's a purpose behind it. Um, 
I mean, I think that's that to me is comforting in the midst of it. That he's sovereign, he's in control, and that even when the devil seems to win, when the devil wins a battle, yeah. like, well, God's purpose is not going to be undone. No. He's going to ultimately bring things to where they need to be. Mm-hmm. So now what we can do is, is we can repent, get ourselves back in line with God's will and God's yeah. ways, and then roll with him uh, on into the end. One of the things that can help you understand a lot of this mm. right, is the biblical study Bible by uh, Zondervan. We yeah. want to encourage you guys to get in on this, and we're actually mm. going to give away a couple. Oh, that's right. We're going to give away a couple of these couple, things. Yeah. This, listen, this is big. So we're not going to ship it. You have to drive and pick it up. This thing is too big. Look at that thing. <laughs> oh god, it's too big. That's heavy. That's a giant Bible. Oh, it's a really goodness. nice. It's a really nice Bible. So uh, you know, um, we want to actually give away a couple of these. Yep, yep. To our listeners, and um, Jimmy, if if they want a chance at at getting one of these, what are they going to have to do? Well, you're you're going to need to. Uh, it's all in our show notes. It's all so in our show notes. There, you're going to be okay. So in our show notes, we're going to go ahead and have a photo they could share on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, and uh, use the hashtag uh, uh, Doc and Devo nineteen. Yep. And and make sure you tag Doc and Devo and you tag Zondervan, uh, and just keep sharing it every time you share. So you're going to promote. You're going to promote the conference that's coming exactly. up next year, the Doctrine Devotion Conference on Biblical Theology, which Zondervan is our uh, is the premier partner. They're right. putting it. They've uh, they've really they've really come alongside us to help us make this a great conference. Exactly. So we really want to promote that and. Uh, yeah, and Dr. Hamilton will be speaking at that yeah. conference. So, drvocha.com slash conference. Uh, but yeah, you just want to share it all over social media. Just keep sharing it, keep sharing it, using the hashtags, and that's how we're going to find it. Now, people, you can't just retweet it. You got to actually like share it because that's how we find it through the hashtag. Yeah. So, uh, tweet your tweet it yourself, and um, we're going to draw names at random. Now, listen, uh, we're only going to be giving away a couple of these. we got more giveaways that are coming mm-hmm. uh, later on, even this week probably. But uh, for this, starting today, uh, get out there, spread the word, and we will pick a winner later this week. Um, yeah, a now, few winners. Yep. Yeah, a yeah. few winners. Now, if, you're, if you don't win this, what you can win right, is the Trace the Themes Bible Study by Zondervan. Oh. Because if you do this, you're just automatically a winner, and it's, it's free. It's, it's for free. everybody. You know, uh, the, really, the, the Trace the Themes Bible Study, um, it helps you look at those dominant themes that are progressively revealed in Scripture, right? It's, it's not like those Bible studies that are just picking and choosing verses and giving you these, these isolated kind of takeaway talking points of it. it. It really helps you to see how the history of redemption works and, and, and what God is teaching us through all of that. Um, it, it actually shows you how to study scripture. Mm. So this study, actually, uh, the Trace the Themes, it unpacks six themes of scripture um, as they unfold throughout the Bible. Themes include the Word of God, the presence of God, the people of God, redemption, holiness, mission. And there are videos and study guides. It's all free. Videos and study guides, man. Oh, gosh. It's all it's- free. So get on. This is good for family worship. This is good for personal study. Go to tracethethemes.com. And check it out. Big thanks to Zondervan for being our sponsor on this episode. This thing is episode. massive. It's a great. It's got. It's even got like some some maps and some pictures maps, and stuff pictures, in there. Photos. It's really the articles though that are that the are. I think it's apart. like twenty eight new articles. Yeah. I think it was. Right? Yeah. It's it, it's it's great stuff. So, 
um, we'll be doing that. Jimmy, if people want to join this conversation that we've started here, mm-hmm. even just on um, the, the fall of mankind, yep. um, how, do they, how do they join uh, with us just to get this conversation going in general? Yeah, you can uh, follow us online, Instagram and Twitter, at Doc and Devo, or on Facebook slash Dr. Devotion. You can head to their website, drdevotion.com, that you can contact us. You can sign up for the email blast or hit up the store, joefolkstore.com. Fresh pod every Monday and Thursday. Blog posts on Wednesdays. Video content when available. Later. Later.